Hello and welcome to another edition of According to the Scriptures. My name is Mike Crosby and I am the minister of the South Garland Church of Christ located in Garland, Texas. Paul told the church in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 beginning at verse number 1, he says that he preached the gospel and in verse number 2, he says if they keep that gospel in remembrance, it saves them. But what I'd like to do is read what he says in verses 3 and 4. Picking up in 3, he says how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. That's why everything that we will say in this broadcast will be according to the scriptures. Today's program is going to be talking about what is true worship? What is true worship? What I'd like to do now is go to John chapter 4, and beginning at verse number 23, let's talk about what Jesus said to the woman at the well. He says, but the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And Jesus also says, not only regarding true worship, but false worship in Matthew 15, beginning at verse number 7, he says, ye hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. This morning, also joining me today is Brother H. Clay Williams, the minister of the North Glen Heights Church of Christ, located in North Glen Heights, Texas. Brother Williams, always an honor to serve with you, sir. Glad to be back. Thank you. Thank you. Also here today is Brother Richard Stevens III, the minister of the Han Freeway Church of Christ located in Dallas, Texas. Richard, a pleasure again, sir. Hey, I'm glad to be back again. Thank you. Well, gentlemen, uh, folks are worshiping on Saturday. Folks are worshiping on Saturday evening. Folks are worshiping, some I know, to worship on Tuesday and even Thursday. Uh, But what is true worship? Uh, that's what we wanted to find today. When Jesus was talking to the woman of the well, he said, the hour cometh. There's going to come a time where they're not going to go to a specific mountain. And Jesus is referring to the Christian age. He's distinguishing the difference between true worshipers and, by inference, those who are not true worshipers, and then those who don't worship from the heart. He's also talking about there are some people who say they worship God, but in truth, they're nothing more than hypocrites because their worship is vain because they're not following the teachings of God. They're following the commandments of men. So let's go ahead and define worship. How, what is worship? How do, how do we define that word? Uh, Clay, let me start with you this time. We're, there are two words used for worship. We've got uh, proskuneo and we have latreo. Why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of a def- definition of those words there? Well, from the Greek language perspective, uh, uh, the, the word proskuneo uh, is a more restricted type of word mm-hmm. or action uh, compared to the Greek word latruo, which, ha- which is usually translated serve, mm-hmm. to, to uh, offer religious service, uh, which we can do uh, uh, as we go to work, we're serving God. It's a more mm-hmm. general word. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, the Greek word proskaneo uh, really comes from two words, uh, which is one of them is pros means toward mm-hmm. and 
uh, canal, which has to do with kiss, kiss right. toward. Mm -hmm. But it, it, in general, it describes the uh, specific acts that you do at a specific time. Absolutely. And now, there are some people that believe that uh, all of life is worship, that we're worshiping God all day long. Uh, in a sense, uh, we can be serving God, okay, uh, doing our obligation to our family. But uh, in, when Jesus' conversation with the woman at the well, he's dealing with uh, worship from a specific interval uh, time of, of reference. Mm -hmm. uh, actions that you do at a particular time, mm -hmm. uh, acts, that you in, acts of worship that you enter into, mm -hmm. okay, uh, reverently, uh, and you perform them, mm -hmm. and then you're no longer doing them. Absolutely. Okay, there's an ending to it, uh, and 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 that's what he's addressing there. The woman, uh, the conversation that the, at the well turns to uh, the object of worship because she brings up uh, our father. She was a Samaritan woman. Yes, she sir. brings up our father's worship in this mountain, mm -hmm. uh, but you Jews say uh, that Jerusalem is the place to worship. So. Uh, she goes to the controversy that was between the Jews and the Samaritans at that time. Based on Deuteronomy 11:29, the Samaritans uh, took that verse where God says, "A blessing shall be on Mount uh, Gerizim," mm -hmm. and they developed this doctrine that uh, that that mountain would be the place where men ought to worship. They uh, rejected the other books uh, of Revelation in the Old Testament. They only accepted the uh, first five books right. uh, of the Old Testament as their religious books, and they rejected God's uh, continual revelation that he gave in the other prophets of the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, Jesus addressed that issue, and, and he and the, and the word here for worship is proskuneo. It's yes, not sir. the general word, That's but correct. it's talking about specific items of worship that you do at a particular time. Mm -hmm. And Jesus answered the question and the debate. Uh, he told in verse 22, you worship, you know not what. Exactly. But we know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. Yes, sir. So he says the Jews were right in their proskuneo, their acts of words. The Jews had continued to study all of God's Old Testament revelation mm -hmm. and, and understood, got to know God's character and what he required, right. the place that he had put uh, uh, specific acts of worship to be performed, mm -hmm. uh, which was Jerusalem in the temple and so forth. Mm -hmm. And God set up the ordinance, starting with the tabernacle right. that Moses built. And later when they got the permanent place in Jerusalem, uh, uh, he set up the temple and all of the worship there through David. Solomon ultimately built it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so uh, Jesus answers the question. And, you know, this and he goes to a specific point that I want to address before I turn it over to Richard. Sure. In that uh, the Samaritans knew whom to worship God, mm -hmm. but they didn't know him or the hymn of worship. That's they right. They didn't know what God required. And a right. lot of people in religion, in our uh, uh, television audience and all over the uh, BFW Metroplex, they know that it's right to worship God, but they don't know what God requires right. of them. Uh, and that's the distinction there. And, and let, me, let me go ahead and say it another way. Uh, I love the way you put that. Uh, for those who may be watching, and, and, and let me say this, we all know who the president is. Mm -hmm. We know his name and we know his office, but we don't have a relationship mm -hmm. with him to say that we, quote, 
know him. When we say no, we know the president, we know his name, and we know his office, but we do not know the man specifically because we haven't developed the relationship, and that comes from not knowing what that man or that, or in this case, what God requires. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Richard? Mm -hmm. well, I'll pick back on that, too, you know, because, you know, in, in uh, here John uh, chapter 4, verse 23 and 24, that the object of true worship is mentioned. It mm -hmm. says in verse number twenty-four that the uh, that the true worship true worshippers shall worship the Father, mm -hmm. worship Him, and the Father seeketh such to worship Him. Mm -hmm. Verse twenty-three, they must worship Him. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, you know you can see when verse twenty-four says must worship. Mm -hmm. which is different from verse number 20, you ought to worship. Mm -hmm. Now, right now, true worship, you must worship the Father. Mm -hmm. And now, and, and, and here's the thing about worshiping the Father, worshiping God, is that he never lets it up to man to decide how, exactly. to determine how, to dictate how. God tells man, he dictates to man, this is how I should be worshipped. He's always done that. Mm -hmm. And that's what by faith. Faith is, is uh, God said it, I believe it, and, I'll, and I do it. Mm -hmm. Which is 17. But uh, you can see what he said, the worship in spirit and in truth. Yes, sir. Well, Jesus said in John 17, 17, the sanctify them through thy truth, what? Thy word. Thy word is it's true. true. So you worship me according to my word. Now, uh, before we before we get into that, we're going to go into the object, and we're going to go into the whom and the how and the spirit and in truth, but let's, uh, let's make sure we clear this up. Uh, there are some who, as you said, Clay, believe that worship is 24-7. And... Jesus makes the distinction clear. If we go to uh, Matthew chapter 4 and look at verse 10, this is where Jesus has undergone his trials with the devil. And then uh, the very last temptation the devil offers, he says, I will give all of this to you. And he's pointing to all the kingdoms of the world. Mm -hmm. He says, I will give you all of this if you will bow down and proscuneo me. He didn't say latreo. He didn't say serve. He says, if you will blow a kiss toward me. And now notice how Jesus answers. The Bible says, then saith Jesus unto him, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship. And that word he uses for worship there is proskuneo, the Lord thy God, and only him shall thy serve, Latreo. So if we're going to give any specific acts, it's only toward God. And if we're going to have a life or, or a lifestyle of service, that's Latreo. That's also for God. So Jesus even gives us the difference between what worship is and what service is because he uses both words in that one statement. Now, let's go ahead and say, well, how can we identify what is Christian worship? And Richard, you brought it up. You said uh, the Bible says, Jesus says right there in John 4, 24, if we're going to worship God, we have to do it in spirit and in truth. So what does it look like? How do we identify what Christian worship is? What does it mean to worship in spirit? Clay, you want to go ahead and take well, that one? Well, uh, in considering, uh, continuing rather, mm -hmm. with this conversation here, uh, the Lord tells the woman, even though the Jews are right at this moment, mm -hmm. that's still not the end of it. Exactly. He says, but the hour cometh, mm -hmm. futuristically, mm -hmm. and now is, where things are in motion for this to come to pass, when the true worshipers okay, shall worship the Father in spirit 
and in truth. He says, For the Father seeketh such to worship him. And then he says, God is the Spirit. Now, the literal uh, original is that God is Spirit. spirit. That's his essence. Mm-hmm. He's not flesh. Okay? Uh, and they that worship him, this is the mode of, of, of since God is Spirit, mm-hmm. the worship. And this is New Testament worship. Jesus yes, is saying even the mosaic and the temple uh, worship is going to be superseded by this, uh, by mm-hmm. this other mm-hmm. mode. And the Lord's in the New Covenant is bringing about uh, the genuine, if you will, mode of worship Amen. Uh, ultimately uh, as he establishes. The new. And that's what he's trying to uh, get the woman to understand, that mm-hmm. the time is coming. Uh, when even at even the mosaic and what's going on at the temple mm-hmm. will no longer be acceptable to God, Amen. Because uh, the worship that is going to come is going to coincide with the nature of God, Amen. He's spirit, right. and so men must worship a certain way, yes, sir, in order to coincide with with who His essence, what His essence is, and that is in spirit and in truth, yes, sir. So, so, in, so the place and the location is no longer. Uh, that God had even structured and given himself Jerusalem, you know, in Acts chapter 8, the mm-hmm. Ethiopian eunuch went all the way to Jerusalem yes, sir. to worship because God had said that. But that's no longer going to be valid. Uh, God's going to get rid of the locale restrictions mm-hmm. in the new covenant. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and the place is going to be within our spirits. Mm-hmm. Okay? Which includes the, the, the sincerity, but it's talking about the domain of the worship. We've mm-hmm. got to involve our spirits. because, And that's the, the, the means through which we are able to uh, contact God who is spirit as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, in truth. And I believe it's not only the word of God, mm-hmm. because even the Mosaic covenant, uh, the restrict was truth. Mm-hmm. But I believe what he's talking about is the true, the genuine, uh, in essence, uh, compare, contrast with the old, which was carnal ordinances. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the new is the reality. In other words, we talked about in last week's program about the law. That's, that's uh, uh, Colossians 2. 17, the law was a shadow yes, sir. Mm-hmm. of things to come, but mm-hmm. the reality, the, uh, the writer said, the substance is of Christ. So mm-hmm. New Testament worship is, is dealing with spiritual matters, not necessarily fleshly, carnal uh, actions, okay? Mm-hmm. But the domain is we must in, be involved in our spirits and we must worship God in in according to the New Testament, John one seventeen, one last verse. Mm-hmm. I think this is the contrast. The law came mm-hmm. by Moses. That's yes, the sir. shadow. Yes, sir. The the the, the copy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but grace and truth. Yes, sir. The reality, the genuine, the highest essence of truth mm-hmm. came through Jesus Christ. So New Testament worship doesn't have all the external ordinances, building, mm-hmm. uh, mechanical instruments of music. Uh, animal sacrifices, but mm-hmm. uh, that's the contrast he's saying. The ordinances of the new focus on the inner man. Absolutely. Okay. But right, right. And I agree too because the, you know, like the difference between the old and the new is that the old was physical and the new was spiritual. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's where God, like, 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 like what Clay said, is that it's a connection toward God's uh, essence. Mm-hmm. But you know, like uh, that the uh, the true worshippers. Now, the true worshipers to worship a spiritual God are going to be spiritual people. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that's what First Peter chapter 2, verse number 5 says, that 
years livelystone mm -hmm. or living stone mm -hmm. built up a spiritual house. Yes, sir. A holy priesthood. Yes, sir. Offer spiritual sacrifices to accept the God by Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, also Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, mm -hmm. that the spiritual sacrifices. But so, and, and you know, in every aspect of New Testament worship, is done with one's mind. Mm -hmm. that you, uh, and now we do have one physical element mm -hmm. of the Lord's Supper. Mm -hmm. And I'm not moving too far ahead of No, 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 you're fine, you're fine. The, you're just yeah. sparking some other yeah. things in my mind. And, you know, you read that last week about the, mm -hmm. in Matthew chapter 26, uh, verse 26 to 28, when Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper. Mm -hmm. But even that, it still does the memorial mm -hmm. that we don't, uh, Luke 22, we we remember yes, what sir. Christ done as we take those elements. Yes, but sir. like Clay says, that, that God has done away with all of those physical elements of Old Testament worship, mm -hmm. even when it was true. Yes, sir. And now for, for uh, the true worship will be spiritual. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And again, it, they've been taken out of the way, the, the things, the old rituals of the Old Testament. All those things have been nailed to the cross. And so when I'm looking at what Jesus says in Matthew 15, in verse number 8, he says, the people are, you know, drawing nigh unto me with their mouth. Mm -hmm. He says, but their heart is far from me. Some folks go to, go to the house of the Lord, and they may sing the songs, and maybe they sing it beautifully, but it's vain because their heart isn't in it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I, I don't serve a God, none of us serve a God whose heart isn't into mm -hmm. us. And so when we worship him, our heart should be into him. Mm -hmm. So when we're looking at the spirit, that, that really governs how we do it. The, you know, what's our mindset? What's our essence, our purpose? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, when I look at what Jesus said in Matthew 15, 9, he says, in vain do they worship or proscuneo me, mm -hmm. given these specific acts, because they're according to the doctrines of men mm -hmm. and men do not know how unless God says so mm -hmm. but if God doesn't say so anything man do there is a way that seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death and that's what a lot of folks are coming giving dead worship to God mm -hmm. vain worship to God because they're not doing what God says and as you mentioned earlier we're talking about God being the object of our true worship. You know, uh, that's what Jesus said uh, in Matthew 10 when he talked to Satan. God's the only one that we worship. He one thing, Mike. Go right ahead, you brother. You can't have one without the other. Mm -hmm. you, can't have, you, can't, you can't offer God uh, spiritual worship that's not in truth. Mm -hmm. And you can't have truth if you're not a spiritual, one of God's spiritual children. And yes. you mm -hmm. obey the gospel and become a Christian the way that God said. Mm -hmm. So you got to have, you got to have both of those. And when you have both of those, of course, you have to like, uh, you have to be right. Yes, sir. In other sir. words, you can't be uh, in, in, in sin. Mm -hmm. You have to be uh, uh, faithful. And you have to do this with your mind and with the understanding that's according to God's will of what he wants us to do. Amen. When you offer it that way, see, that's what's acceptable. Because mm -hmm. like I say, people, like you, you said, like in Matthew 15, verse 9, well, well, that verse said that some were trying to worship him. Mm -hmm. But it's vain, it's worthless, it's worthless, it's useless, because God would not accept it, right. even though they worship him. That's proof he won't accept all types of worship. Now, see, now you take us right into our, our, our last point false worship okay there's all kind of false worship and you know there are a lot of people who, who like to believe in their heart that what they're giving to God is true but if I look at Matthew 15 again 6 through 9 I, I, I see vain worship according to the traditions and the teachings of men 
Mark 7, 6 through 9, uh, Colossians 2, 18 through 22. Um, there's a couple of them that I'd like to, we don't, Lord knows, I wish we had more time, but we don't. Uh, so let's just deal with a couple of them. What about ignorant worship? People going and, and they're, they're very sincere in what they're doing, but they don't realize that what they're doing is vain. Okay, uh, ignorant worship. I, I think what I like to do is springboard off of Acts seventeen twenty three, where where you know uh, where Paul meets this group of folk who have idols everywhere, and they have it to an unknown God also. And then Paul takes the time to say, you know, you're too superstitious, or you in some religious translations, you're too religious. Uh, let me tell you about this one that you don't know anything about, Clay. Well, you know, and piggybacking off what you're saying. You know the idea when the, when the when the Lord told the woman at the well about you you Samaritans don't know what you worship. We did. That's the idea of knowledge and understanding, yes, knowing sir. a person, yes. even from the beginning of time. When we you can't even get to the first few verses of Genesis. You run into chapter four chapters there, and you see worship is brought up. We mm -hmm. have Cain. Mm -hmm. And Abel. Yes, sir. And they are trying to worship God. Mm -hmm. And this was written for a purpose, to show right at the beginning that you just can't worship God just any kind of way. A lot of, most of our religious friends and neighbors and most religious folk believe that just God accepts just anybody worship when mm -hmm. you go in a building on Sunday uh, and you do whatever acts you want, it's acceptable to God. But Abel's offering or his worship was acceptable. Yes, sir. Uh, the Hebrew writer in Hebrews 11 and 4 said by faith yes, Abel sir. offered unto right, God right. a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Amen. Romans ten seventeen says faith cometh by hearing. Yes sir. Hearing by the word of God. There you so go. in other words it's back to mm -hmm. it's back to the spirit being mm -hmm. involved, your inner being uh, that coincides with God's nature, but truth. Okay. According to what truth. God has required his, mm -hmm. his knowledge and understanding of what uh, means of approach, the uh, items of worship, the acts that he he wants you to do uh, to offer to him. Uh, Cain didn't follow God's instruction, right? Okay? Right. But it wasn't necessarily an act of, of ignorance. On he just refused. He just did what he wanted to do mm -hmm. in offering uh, uh, the fruit of the ground uh, and so forth. And matter of fact, the First John talks about three and twelve says. That, uh, that Cain was of the wicked one. Yes, sir. He slew his brother. And why did he slew him? Because his, his deeds were evil. Mm -hmm. Or the offering the fruit of the ground. He didn't follow God's instructions. Yes, he sir. Wasn't, God has never uh, delegated the how of worship to men. Exactly. People think they can go in and a building and yeah. dance mm -hmm. and, and do other actions that they enjoy. Right. Okay. And offer what they like up to God. God isn't some big person sitting up there just waiting for whatever man wants. He has restrictions on what uh, acts of proskuneo that we do in order to uh, receive them. That must be an reception on the other end of our worship. Therefore, we must allow our worship to be directed. Uh, that verse you referred to was there in Acts 17, 23, mm -hmm. whom you ignorantly worship. Mm -hmm. They knew the whom, but they didn't know the how. Exactly. They didn't know him, what he required. So they didn't have the right. proper knowledge. Right. Okay? And uh, uh, that's important. We've got to understand what God's will is. In the New Testament, Jesus mm -hmm. said in Matthew 28, and I'm going to give the floor, okay. teaching them 
uh, verse 20, to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded. That includes the domain of worship. Okay. Now, what I've commanded in worship as well. Now, let me, we talked about ignorant worship. Richard, what I'd like for you to focus in on in, in a few moments is just uh, will worship. Colossians 2.18, uh, when it talks about will worship and, and you know, people worshiping after their own will. Uh, a good example of that happened way back in the Old Testament in Leviticus 10 verses 1 through 3 where Aaron's sons mm -hmm. came before the Lord. They were taught correctly because, you know, Moses and Aaron both taught the boys, but they offered what the Bible calls a strange fire before the Lord. So mm -hmm. if you don't mind, in, in, a few, in, a, in a few seconds, just go ahead and talk about the, uh, the, the will worship of, of men. You know, that's a good example, too, because, you know, native in the bayou in Leviticus chapter 10, mm -hmm. they knew exactly what type of worship God wanted. Mm -hmm. What were they, were they were, were they were to obtain that fire to offer God, and yet they offered another fire. Mm -hmm. And in a way, but, but God would not accept that. Exactly. And it was what he had not commanded, and, they was, and, and he slew them. But uh, the same thing is going on today. If God tells us in his word, we've been talking about true worship. Mm -hmm. True worship is revealed by God in his word, how he wants to be worshipped in, in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Under which we live uh, that uh, for all people. But in a way, the, uh, the, the, the point uh, of, the, of the problem is, is that what people understand, they ignore, reject, refuse uh, to do what they would like to to do as Clay says, you know, but God will not accept that. Amen. And 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 real quick, uh, Paul said regarding Israel, he says, I want them to be saved, Romans 10 to 1, but he says, for I bear them record, they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. And as I as as you brought up earlier, having a relationship with God, people are walking around saying that I know God, I know God here, but that's not what the Bible tells us. If you want to know God, it's as simple as one, two, three. First John chapter two, the verses three. For we know that we know Him when we keep His commandments. I want to take the time right now to thank our distinguished brethren. Um, Brother Clay Williams from the North Glen Heights Church of Christ, Brother Richard Stevens III from the Han Freeway Church of Christ. Brethren, it's always an honor to serve with you. True worship is mandated by God, it is designed by God, and it is specifically and exclusively done for God. I want to just take the time to thank each and every one of you who are watching this broadcast. Feel free to contact us at any time if you have any questions over anything that we've covered. My name is Mike Crosby of the South Garland Church of Christ. May God continue to bless you in all that you do as we continue studying and learning and improving ourselves according to the scriptures. God bless you. We want to thank you at this time for watching our broadcast. If you would like copies of our materials on either CD or DVD, feel free to contact us at the phone number and email address at the bottom of your screen. We hope this has been very helpful for you, and if there's anything that we can do to help you in your spiritual walk, feel free to contact us. My name is Mike Crosby. May God bless you as we continue to walk according to the scriptures. Take care.